The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And of course, always at milehighsports.com and the Broncos Blitz Podcast, where you can find archives right there at milehighsports.com. Now, today on the podcast, we're going to get into uh, more of this Joe Flacco trade, what it means for Case Keenum and the Broncos moving forward. And of course, it's presented by Bespoke Edges. BespokeEdge.com, men's custom clothier. For several years, they've been doing it. And of course, you could check out viral blog posts and videos over there at BespokeEdge.com. A lot of great tips. Strongly encourage you to go check it out. That's BespokeEdge.com. I, I do want to get into Joe Flacco here. So, Joe Flacco, it, it is a foregone conclusion. He is your starting quarterback moving forward. And many on Twitter are asking me what this means for Case Keenum. Moving forward, it's very clear Case Keenum will not be on the roster. Now, obviously, via reports, several major outlets, Case Keenum is being shopped now. It is most ideal if the Denver Broncos trade Case Keenum. Now, our own Benjamin Albright, friend of the show, talked about on yes uh, yesterday on Twitter, reports that keep an eye on Case Keenum to Arizona. There could be several other teams. But the bottom line is that Denver takes less of a dead cap if they trade away Case Keenum. They obviously get compensation back if they get Case Keenum. And uh, while small, at least you get something back. But you're moving forward with Joe Flacco. And this signals the end of the Case Keenum era, which was extremely disappointing obviously, and potentially maybe a a real con moving forward when it comes to selecting quarterbacks with John Elway. And, And I say that this way. I think when you, in life, in general, are at a standstill between you and somebody else in regards to making a decision of some sorts, whether it's uh, you and a spouse buying a certain car or, or, or at, you know, maybe it's something as, as small as going to a simple restaurant on a Friday night, or maybe it's tonight for Valentine's day. Happy Valentine's day to the couples out there. If, if, if you make the decision and you side with somebody else and that decision turns out to be a negative one or a, a sour one for whatever the reason why I think human nature says that, you are, from then on forward, going to trust your own ambitions, trust your own gut moving forward because you put your trust in somebody else and it failed. And that's where we're here with the Broncos now is that John Elway essentially put some trust in Gary Kubiak in to select the right guy moving forward. And they didn't, nobody thought Case Keenum was going to be this this light the NFL world on fire. He was not going to put up 40 touch. Nobody thought that, but we didn't think he was going to be as bad as he was either. And I have this sneaky suspicion that's kind of just lingering in the gut. And I got a big gut. Don't worry. I just got this little sneaky suspicion that Elway trusted 
Gary Kubiak so much to the realm that he would go out of his comfort zone because Case Keenum is not a John Elway guy. Okay, John Elway guy, and you know what a John Elway guy is. He is big. He is tall. He is broad in the shoulders, big in the chest, big arm, fearless, not afraid to throw it into tight windows. He's going to make a lot of mistakes because of it. That's, that's what John Elway was as a quarterback, and that's what John Elway seeks. We've already seen that. Brock Osweiler, Paxton Lynch, his two main guys, Trevor Simeon, that's not what Trevor Simeon's cerebral. Trevor Simeon is the guy who does your taxes. Trevor Simeon is smart guy, not big, broad athlete guy. And I have this worry that if John Elway looks at the idea of, okay, well, I trusted somebody else to pick the quarterback, and that was a colossal failure. Now I'm going to go back to my instincts and my gut. And I'm not even going to consider anybody else. That may not be the case. He may still, and he is obviously going to ask around. But there is a very, there's a gray area in how much percentage you actually consider somebody else's feedback. It's one thing to say, hey, Logan, what do you think about the radio show? What do you think about the podcast? It's another for us to sit down for two hours and hash out inch by inch by inch by inch. That's really diving into it. I worry that Elway was once that, that sit down and uh, I've been humbled. I need your help. And now that that help has failed, it's going back to my thinking again. And we have seen in the past that John Elway's my thinking has not been good. Rock Osweiler, Paxton Lynch. So, Joe Flacco is a short-term guy. Make no mistake, okay? He is a short-term guy. He is not the long-term solution. Joe Flacco knows that. Denver knows that. Denver fans should know that. But we're still, we still have this cloud that hangs over Dove Valley, and that cloud being who is the heir to the throne? Who is the next franchise quarterback? And we still run into this discussion of Elway needing to pick the right guy. And Elway needing help in doing that. I hope the percentages of Elway in his willingness to go out of his comfort zone and continue to gather feedback, gather advice, I hope it hasn't changed. Because I do believe he was humbled. I do believe after the Paxton Lynch disaster that he was truly humbled and he he realized that, you know what? Yeah, I do need help. I do need help picking a quarterback because the uh, history says the last couple guys I've chosen they have sucked. I mean, not even, not even average, garbage, Lynch bust. Osweiler was a reach at best, and he has been blah. So I hope that we haven't swung the needle back towards this idea that you know what, I tried your way and it didn't work. We're going to we're going to go back to the way I think. Because that's where I worry right now with another franchise in Colorado. And that's the Colorado Rockies. It was so imperative that Jeff Breidich found success with the Colorado Rockies because for 
whatever it is, maybe Jeff Breidich has has lewd photos of individuals inside that organization or something. He somehow convinced the Momforts to spend money. He said, I am not staying here unless we do it my way. And that way, including paying big players, Charlie Blackman contract, going out into the bullpen, getting all these different free agents, the Ian Desmond signing. I know that hasn't worked out, but at the time, it was a big money contract for Colorado that was a rarity. And if this didn't work out, the Monfortson then can go back and say, you know what? We did it your way. We're going to go back to our way. And their way is the cheap spending to save the money, which you could kind of argue happened this last offseason, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. The point being is that I hope we are still on the same idea that nothing has changed with the Joe Flacco signing. Nothing has changed from strategy to the path that you want to follow in regards to finding a franchise quarterback to your interest in a quarterback. If you were all in on Drew Locke prior to Joe Flacco's trade, and now all of a sudden your mind has changed, I think that's the wrong mindset to have. If you were all in on a guy, stay all in a guy. Why would you change your mind? Why does the nameplate on the starting quarterback change your opinion of what you should do for the future now? Because Flacco is in the same exact position as Case Keenum. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's not a long-term option. He is a, a one-year Band-Aid on the broken arm. So don't, don't decide that we're not going to go through with the surgery to fix the broken arm because we have a new Band-Aid on it. The Band-Aid is, is bright blue this time. It's not green. It's blue. I like blue. So I hope the path remains the same and the strategy remains the same moving forward. Also want to say thanks to our friends over there at, well, Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on Tap 100, Colorado Distilled Spirits. Tap 14, they got a lot of great stuff over there. And, of course, that heated rooftop in the winter and a lot of gorgeous views during the summer. Be sure to go check it out. This summer when you go down to Coors Field, is there just caddy corner away from them? Tap 14. That's Tap 14 on the web. Tap14.com. That's tap 14. Com. And, of course, for more archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast, you can, A, follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. Or you can visit MileHighSports.com for all kinds of great access to the Broncos. It's MileHighSports.com. <laughs>